Today we have a special Memorial Day edition featuring two incredible veterans who have joined us to share their unique project aimed at remembering and honoring military veterans in Horizon Worlds. But that's not all. During the show, our live audience had the opportunity to ask questions about their time and service, giving us an exclusive insight into their personal military experiences. So buckle up and let's dive into this unforgettable episode of the Killer Bee Studios. I'm super excited about our guests because our guests are from right here in Horizon Worlds. I don't know, does anybody here know MetaCoach? Anybody here know MetaCoach? Okay, I know it. Okay, yeah, a lot of people here know MetaCoach. So MetaCoach and Burden of Proof. Does anybody here know Burden of Proof? Yeah, oh yeah, okay, awesome. They're going to be our guests tonight. But before we bring it up, I want to ask you guys, you know, this coming Monday is Memorial Day. And I know a lot of people, you know, this was me too, we... we we kind of get in the mindset of preparing for the grill outs. Does anybody, are anybody looking forward to a nice grill out for Memorial Day? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, I see Holy, Holy, yeah, yeah, oh yeah, and Adrian, yes, yes, and user, yeah, okay, a lot of, a lot of grilling out happening, and Sarah, it's nothing like connecting with your friends and family and hanging out and having a good time. Uh, and our guest tonight, they're coming to, coming out to join me to share about an exciting event that they've put together called In Remembrance of You. Now, at Killer Bee Studios, we like to really rain our guests with confetti when we bring them out. So if you guys can, please welcome out to the stage, Meta Coach and Burden of Proof. Please welcome out with some confetti. Let's throw some confetti for them. Hey, Meta Coach. Hey, Burden of Proof. Hey Thank there. you guys for joining us. Thank you. You're quite welcome. Yeah, yeah. This is awesome. This is awesome. So glad you guys are here. Uh, this intro music's been a long time. You guys got to dance and stuff, right? <laughs> okay. Get them? okay. <laughs> well, hey, I'm, I'm so glad you guys both joined us tonight. I know there's a lot that we're going to talk about. Uh, mm-hmm. I would first like to give each one of you, and you guys can decide over mm-hmm. who wants to go first. Give us just about 30 seconds. Tell us a little bit about who you are. In the metaverse, I'm known as MetaCoach. Uh, I'm a behavioral life coach. And one of the things that I do in here, uh, I'll oversee and host our Active Duty and Veterans Discovery Center. And it's a center that was put aside to uh, a place for military people that can come together in an environment that they're used to in the military and also be able to meet with other military people in an environment, have open discussions about issues in and out of uniform. Uh, I host uh, a weekly support group meeting for people to come in and we have resources for veterans who are looking for information or active duty people that are looking for information. So it's it's a wealth of information that's in there. It's a, it's a great facility. But that's one of the things that I do in here as a behavioral life coach. I'm also a retired military veteran from the Air Force. Proud of that. And so I'm taking my veteran experience and my coaching experience and bring it in here to the metaverse. Wow. Thank you so much, MetaCoach. MetaCoach, and, and just let you guys know, the killer worlds outside, there's a door to his discovery center that he was just talking about. So make sure you check that out. Um, I know that what they're going to talk about tonight, there's a door right underneath the big B, right when you come into the studio, that they're going to talk about here in just a little bit. So you have to check out that one as well on Memorial Day. You want to go there. Mm-hmm. Meta Coach, before we jump over to Burden, uh, I, I would like to ask you, you said you were in the Air Force. Is that correct? Yes. yes. Well, first, thank you guys. All, thank you so much for your service. Uh, you guys want to show some, you know, throw some confetti up and just let him know that you're thankful. I would like to ask you, where was like one of the most interesting places you got to go to? Spain and Italy are a tie. 
you know, uh, I guess for the two reasons, uh, the countries that I was in, uh, just the, the lifestyle and the culture and the adventure and the travel uh, was, was really exciting. Probably one of the most intensive duty stations I ever had was in South Korea uh, because I was there during times that we've had tensions between the North and the South and the U.S. So uh, I spent a year hardly ever out of uniform and hardly wow. ever out of a combat vest, constantly with armed situations going on. Wow. So, but Italy and Spain, even though the work was hard, the recreation was great, the culture. So, really awesome. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you for sharing that. Thank you, Meta. Thank you, Meta Coach. Thank you. All right, Burden of Proof. Give us like 30 seconds. Let's know a little bit about you. Ah, uh, 30 seconds. All right, ready? <laughs> we're Go. not really timing, so we're not that strict. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's, that's just so it's not 30 minutes, right? right There's some people right, that will talk 30 minutes about it. <laughs> I was going to get it in 30. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, Marine of 12 years. I'm a Marine um, vet. Um, found this Oculus. Um, <sighs> Ask the Q, Speak the Truth is my um, talk show that I do every Wednesday, 10.30 p.m. Eastern time. Um, I'm the host of that show. Um, we also, um, collaborate on, um, another event on Sundays, Honor Amongst Men, where we gravitate, um, as men and love on each other and speak, um, enthusiasm into each other. Um, also we have Forgotten Voices is another, um, for military veterans. Um, it's a talk show as well where, Military members have a voice and speak about their trials and tribulations, um, transitioning from the military to civilian life. And what else do I have? Is that it? Oh, and Military Minded as well. Military Minded is a build that I cr- uh, created with Cambam um, that touches on each branch of um, service. And just it's a lounge area for veterans that, so they can come and feel welcome um, within this space as well. Wow, that's that's amazing. That's a lot of builds. That's a lot of builds. What, what would you say? So, which one is your favorite? Like, which one is are you most proud of? I mean, I know you love them all. I know that. I mean, because the the heart behind it, too. right? Man, I, like, honestly, let me say this: if there was one that, if there was only one that all of us could check out, which one would it be? Uh, military minded, hands down. Military minded. All right, you guys heard it from home. You guys make military sure you minded. make sure you follow him so you can check out all their builds. Like that's. That's a great way to find out and see what builds people have done. So Definitely. you guys both, and thank you for your service too. You, did you say, are you a veteran? You're a veteran? I am. Yes, right. sir. 12 years. Right. 12 years. Well, thank you so much, man. Thank you so much for your service. Uh, no worries. No worries. Yeah. Okay. So, I w- okay, you know, I started off talking about Memorial Day. And like when we mm-hmm. think about Memorial Day, I know a lot of us tend to start thinking about grill outs. And, you know, and that's yes. all good. And they're spending time with family and stuff. But I know it's because of the real meaning behind Memorial, Memorial Day that we're able to do this. So mm-hmm. which one of you would like to, for, there might be some people here that don't know what Memorial Day is. Yeah. Who would like to explain what Memorial Day is? Go ahead. I'll, I'll go ahead and take that. Go for it. Well, first I'd, I'd like to say we enjoy freedoms in this country that other people dream about. Mm. Mm. And that's why so many people are coming here. You know, we, we have problems. We have problems like every other country. But we have something here that people feel that they can come here and and be free. But the reason that we have that is because of so many people joined the armed forces throughout history and stood guard against forces that would come into this nation and try and take it over. And there are people who, who gave their lives. There are people who 
their lives were so wrecked by their service that they they died afterwards. And then there's those mm-hmm. veterans that actually lived a, a long life and passed on naturally. Mm-hmm. So Memorial Day is a day to celebrate the contribution in the lives of those people, to show the respect, but also to reflect on, I can flip my burger in my backyard because mm-hmm. somebody stood guard. That's good. You That's know, good. I can stand up and say what I want to say because somebody stood guard. That's good. Yeah. Mind you, there are presidents, there are presidents, there are there are presidents that we've had within this country that have skipped this duty and ran to another country because they didn't want to do it. So mm-hmm. when you want to think about the significance of somebody signing their line on that dotted line in regards to saying, yes, I'm going to take and protect this freedom that we have. Remember that there are presidents within that served as in this country that ran away from this duty when they were mm-hmm. called. Well, you know, I would love to ask you guys when it comes to what we're getting ready to talk about and what you guys have put together, uh, you know, you guys are, you guys have put together this event for Memorial day called remember and in rem, remembrance of you, right? Is that mm-hmm. correct? In remembrance yes. of you. So uh-huh. before you guys start sharing like what that's going to look like and how people can take part in that, we are going to open up for Q&A. So you guys, if you guys have questions or thoughts, uh, make sure you just come up here and click the kiosk and we'll drop the mic here in a few minutes and let you guys share that. Metacoach and, and Burden, I would like to ask you guys, how did this come to your mind that you guys wanted to do something in Horizons and why for Memorial Day? Well, I, I think I began looking at the veteran community when uh, – we started pulling things together with the uh, active duty uh, service, you know, the, the center. And so Burden has been an inspiration to me on bringing about what I can do for the military in here. Mm-hmm. And so when I started thinking about that and thinking about the number of veterans that are in here, and I run across veterans that are totally disconnected from the veteran community because of negative experiences and mm. uh, just things that just kind of turn them away. I've talked to veterans to say, I don't even consider myself a veteran, but they served a full career and they don't want anything to do with it because of their negative experience. So I felt it was important to do something to celebrate the veterans in here and to hopefully start a significant movement that veterans feel respected and can come together in here and participate and take, benef- take, take advantage of the benefits that we have to provide for them in here. We're thinking that the celebration would be kind of like a, a beginning of we're here, we're a military community, a day of remembrance, a day of recognition, and, and remember us that are here right now. That's amazing. You know, and I, I have to say, has anybody here been to the Discovery Center? Has anybody in here been there? Okay, okay. Holy, you have. Majestic. Yes, you have. Uh, anybody else? Okay. Hidden. Yeah. Hidden. Yeah. Okay. And I know Burton, I actually, I met you there not too long ago. Uh, I went in and I I'm, I'm sharing that because I went in there just to, I just stopped in just to say hi to Medicoach. And there was a group of people in there hanging out, veterans just talking and they welcomed me. I'm not a veteran, but I got to sit in with them and just Really, we had a great conversation. I think we were in there for what three hours or something. Yeah, just, even and, three hours. Yeah, <laughs> and it was a great night talking about you. Definitely check it out. Like, check out what they're doing. So, with that, why don't you guys go ahead and explain? Like, what, so what are you guys? What's going on for Memorial Day? What, what do you guys have planned? And let us know about you know the door out front. 
that they okay. can go right to. Like, so let's give us some information that we'll bring you people tell for some about questions. The, door, the military mind, your door is out there. Yeah. Oh, that's the one that's out there. It's the yeah, one right out there, right underneath the big B. Yeah. So the oh, big I don't, B I don't mind. Right um, well, um, like Meta Coach was um talking about, um, we tried to create a situation where people get a better understanding of what Memorial Day is and um shed a little bit more light on the veterans within the space. We're going to utilize military minded as the hub of everything as, as a start off point, if you will. And everyone that has a, a world that's a service member with, with in this space, we're going to set up times to visit each and every one of those spaces just mm-hmm. so they can feel a part of one Memorial day. And then awesome. two, just show people, um, what these service members are doing within this space. Um, I mean, there's a, there's a lot going on in here. And I think there's as civilians, I think it, it, it's important for them to know about it. So, I mean, they aren't uneasy, if you will, when they come across certain service members and things like that, or they get a better understanding of why um, service members act in a certain manner and things like that. So military mind is going to be the hub and we're going to have times allotted between one and what four o'clock, if you will, maybe yeah, so. Awesome. And okay. we're just going to um, check the boxes and just hit as many worlds as possible. Oh, just to show awesome. you guys that these veterans are um, within the space doing um, phenomenal things. Awesome. Okay, let me ask you, how many of you here, is there any veterans here tonight? Any veterans? Ah, oh, Sarah. Oh, yeah, Wicked. Are you guys, hey, everybody, thank you so much for your guys' service. I, so it's at one, is it one, starts at 1 p.m. Is it Eastern time? Well, we haven't, we haven't narrowed down the times started. just okay. yet. Um, but we'll but, publish that tomorrow, though. Tomorrow? Okay, cool. So everybody, make sure tomorrow you check out their, their door out front. Uh, I believe that your door will also be available in Soapstone's Comedy Club 2 on Friday. Uh, so it'll be in there as well. So you got to be ready because you're going to have a lot of traffic coming in there. So, you know, it'd probably be good to be in there to kind of let people know what's going on. So our good friends at Soapstone have set that up. So, uh, so, so excited for that. All right. I'm going to open up for some questions. Are you guys good with questions? And, uh, yes, definitely. Definitely. Questions mm-hmm. about the event, questions about serving, anything like that? Okay, cool. All right. Anything. All right. Anything. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. Well, we're going to open up for questions, but before, would you guys like me to pull a lever and someone get 50 points? You guys want? Okay. All right. All right. Yeah. Okay. All right. So let me go ahead and pull this lever here and then whoever's name comes up. Okay, here we go. Right above. Let's see who the winner is. You get to come up right here on the side of the stage. Our girl, our girl, come on up right here. Come right up here. Right here. All right. Right here on the side right here. Come on over. Yeah. Come on up. Yes. Thank you. Awesome. Okay. I'm going to open up the case here so you can grab the wacky bee stick. Okay. Go ahead and grab that wacky bee stick and go whack that bee. All right. And it's going to respawn you in the audience once you're done. So. All right. Yes. Awesome. Thank you, our girl. <laughs> that was awesome. All right. All right. Cool. All right. Let's go ahead and do some Q&A. All right. So I'm going to lower the mic here. So the first person I'm going to bring up is going to be Adrian. So Adrian, you're going to get a notification that you can come up here. Just come right up here where the white carpet is, and then we should be able to hear you. So welcome to the studio, Adrian. Testing. Testing. Yes, you can hear me. Right? Yeah, we got you. Yeah. We got you. We got you. Thank you, man. Thanks for coming. Well, f- Thank you for having me. I just want to say, first off, thank you for serving, of course. Um, I want to say to my father, he spent a lot of time in the mil- uh, he Well, he was in the Air Force. He was in the okay. Air Force for a very long time. Uh-huh. I was just wondering, 
you know, what made you guys pick the branches that you're in now? Like, you know, like what made you pick the Air Force and the Marines, you know? <laughs> okay. Phenomenal question. Go ahead. You want to go? Okay. Uh, <laughs> I, I joined the Air Force primarily because I had friends who were a little bit older than me that had joined the Air Force, and they did a heck of a job recruiting me during that time. They they showed me some of the technology that they were working on. But when I went to join the military, I went to a recruiting center that had all five branches of service at time at that time five branches represented, and so I just kind of walked around and kind of looked at the different branches of service, and I almost joined the Army because they had this big sign that said $2,000 enlistment bonus if you go into armored. I didn't know what armored was, but $2,000 to an 18-year-old sounded pretty good. So I went in there and I started talking to the Army recruiter and I started looking around and I'm saying, you know, this this doesn't look like what I want to do. So I walked out of there and said, hey, man, thank you for your time. And I walked past the Marine, Marine office and I saw photos of people that I went to high school with that would join the Marine Corps. And this dude comes out looking like he was cut with a razor all the way around, just carved out. He looks at me and said, what are you looking at? I said, I'm looking at some people that I know that joined the Marine Corps. He said, are you thinking about it? I said, I don't know. He said, well, don't bother. You're not good enough. Hmm. <laughs> and I said, okay. Well, this Air Force recruiter comes out. He says, man, forget that jarhead. Come over here. This is where the brains are over here. And we laughed and we talked. And before I know it, I had a plane ticket to go to a MEP station <laughs> for a physical. <laughs> and it just rolled so fast. But the field I went into was so specialized that I had to wait four months on delayed enlistment to go in there. Wow. And so during that four months, I didn't realize that I could have probably walked away. I didn't know. I was just so gung-ho to go. But I joined the Air Force because they seemed to be the most appealing to me. And they had the jobs that I wanted. Mm. And I would have probably found those maybe in other branches, but the Air Force just the, maybe it was the color blue and the jolly old recruiter that got me in. <laughs> and I never looked and, back. And, and how about you? With the, oh, the man. Guns? So why did I join the Marine Corps? That's a great question. I joined the Marine Corps because, honestly, I'm, I'm a hard-headed person, and um. I was told that the um, Marine Corps was the hardest branch to get into. And I was like, okay, that's for me then. Um, in addition to that, um, I joined in 97. So I, the Marine Corps at that particular time, in my opinion, was the most prestigious uh, branch of service. Um, it's, the, it's, it's America's 911 task force, if you will. Um, right. first to go, last to leave type thing. And they, I love those dress blue uniforms. Um, my uncle, the best uniforms. definitely the best uniform, <laughs> hands down. I don't care what nobody says. <laughs> <laughs> um, my uncle, my uncle served in Vietnam as a Marine. And, um, I remember having a conversation with him when I was 17 years old. Um, I was actually like, I joined at 17. I was in boot camp at 17. Um, I still, my mother had to sign off on the paperwork, um, because I still needed parental consent. But my uncle, I remember the, I remember it like it was yesterday. Um, I sat there with him. I asked him, um, what did he think about me joining the Marine Corps? He said, with your attitude, you'll be just fine. And I didn't understand what he, what he meant by that until I got older. Um, like I said before, um, the military, the uh, Marine Corps was said to be the hardest branch to serve in or to get in. It was a three month long boot camp and things like that. And, but 
um, understanding the bigger picture and things like that. And because I am so hard headed, it, it wasn't as bad for me. So I did, I understood what he meant as I got older. So those were some of the reasons why I joined the Marine Corps. Awesome. Man, I appreciate it. I appreciate yeah. you for having me up here. I appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, guys. Appreciate thank you, Adrian. You, Thanks for asking, question. and and thank mm-hmm. you guys for sharing. Okay, let's go ahead and bring up somebody else. Let's go ahead and bring up – all right, we're going to bring up Cliff Powers. Cliff Powers, come on up. Hey, thanks for coming, Cliff. Appreciate it, guys. Yeah. Quick, just a brief question. How hard was it to transition from the military to the civilian world, back to mm-hmm. the, the job workforce? I'll go for, for me. You want to go? I want to uh, go first. You, you can go first. I yeah. can go. This I can go first this time. Um, yeah. It's how hard was it to transition? Whew. Um, for me, it wasn't as hard. Um, for some, I, I, it's harder depending on the type of job that you have. If you have like a, a, a infantry related um, job within the military, and you've seen, um, you went into theater and you fought in these different um, wars and things like that. And you see somebody, you kill somebody and you, you have these um, certified kills. It, it's harder for a transition because there's, there's nobody to transition you from saying, okay, forget all that. Now you got to come back to um, civilian life and live. Um, but for me personally, it wasn't as hard because I was a 4421, which is our legal service chief. Basically it was a glorified paralegal, if you will. Um, so I did a lot of um, uh, power of attorneys, uh, taxes, wheels, um, did a lot of court marshals, all that NCIS stuff that you see on TV and all mm-hmm. that. Th- that's the type of thing that I did. Um, I wasn't mission essential, so I had to beg to go to Iraq and Afghanistan and all these other places. Um, the transition for me, if there was a transition that I had to get used to, was the fact that there's no – um, structure once you come out mm-hmm. into civilian life and you can't mm-hmm. hold them accountable for what they do out here. And that yeah. for me was the hardest thing for me to understand and transition into. In addition to civilian life and civilian jobs, understanding my worth, because if you don't know what the military is about, they give you all the power of a CEO of a fortune 500 company. You just don't get paid for it. And that's, if that's, any way I can put it, that's the best way I can put it. So if you are a civilian, you don't understand that. There are people that probably held a job for like 12, 30 years that I probably can run blindfolded at 24 years old. So that's the type of responsibility that you get within the service that a lot of civilians don't understand. So if there was anything that I had to transition into and understand is the fact that I can't hold civilians accountable for what they do and don't do. It's, it's just hard to make that type of transition for wow. me personally. Stay with us. We'll be right back. If you're enjoying this podcast, be sure to check out our links in the show notes where you can join our private Discord community and find more fantastic resources and affiliate links. It's all just a click away. Yeah, my, my transition was was actually fairly easy. I was fortunate that the last 10 years of my career, I worked hand in hand with multiple NATO forces from different countries and there were civilians as well as military. So the last five years, it was almost like I was peeling away the uniform 
and starting to wear the civilian hat because my workforce became more increasingly civilian that I was working with. Mm. And I attained certain skills that I was able to readily translate immediately into the civilian world. And during the time, I also took advantage of the education benefits that were in the military. So and it wasn't one of those things where I had a master plan. Somebody had a master plan for me. Things just were falling into place. So my transition was fairly easy. But to Burden's point, the biggest shocker was when I was in my first civilian job and I was sitting there and our director was giving out assignments that we were supposed to take on. And somebody threw the assignment sheet back at him and said, I don't want to do that. And there were two of us that were retired military. And we looked at each other like, what did we just see? <laughs> you know, we, we, we didn't know what to say. We were like, can you do that in here? <laughs> you know? I would have never thought about telling my commander, I'm not going to do that. So to, mm. to Burton's point, my biggest transition was the things that civilians could say to their, you know, their, their managers and their superiors and no, and no repercussions. Right. If right. I could elaborate oh. on that real quick, yeah. you guys have to understand in the military, when you do well at your job, you get promoted for it. Mm-hmm. That doesn't happen in the civilian world. Right. When yeah. you do well at your job, it's just, okay, whatever, whatever, whatever. And that's, and that blows my mind. I mean, the only time you get quote unquote rewarded is depending on how long you stay in the daggone job. And that to me is, it just it's just baffling. So these are the type of things that as military service members we have to adjust to. And you have to ask yourself, well, what's the point of you giving your all? And you have to really you have to find it within yourself and it becomes a self-pride thing in regards to why you're performing in the manner that you're performing. Because you're not gonna get praise for it. You're not gonna get a reward for it. You're not gonna get a, another medal. You're not gonna get um higher in rank or anything like that. It's just okay, you did your job. 20 more years, you might get a pay raise. That's crazy. Mm, wow. See, to, wow. To, to go into a company and see a manager who's been in the same role, same office for 10 years, no advancement. I didn't, right. I, like, cause I, I didn't, I didn't, couldn't, couldn't comprehend that. Right. Mm, mm. Wow. It sounds exactly like my jobs. I'm a, I'm a civilian <laughs> and we hire some veterans and, and whether they're four year and out or retired right. military. And a lot of times these guys, some of them will come in and they'll work really hard. I mean, like they'll bust their, their butts. And, uh, but then you have the opposite where some of them come in and they're like, no, nah, this job's not serious. I'm just going to show up, do my eight to four thirty, and roll out and don't ask mm-hmm. me to do more than I need to. And I'm, I'm going home. Yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's crazy. Wow. Yep. Well, that was a good question. That was a good question, Cliff. Thank you. Thank you, thank guys. you guys. Yeah. Guys, thank you for Thanks, sharing that. Little Joe, little Joe, come on up, little Joe. Hey, I like the hat too. Loving the hat and the beard. Love Thank you very much. Yeah, uh, thank you. Where, you, where are you from? I hear the accent. So, where are you from? Uh, United Kingdom, England. United Kingdoms. Oh, okay. Yeah. Thank you for joining us. No, thank you for having me. Um, so, it's a question for both you guys. It's just obviously you're both uh, out helping people that are veterans and that are going through stuff. What was there anything in particular? that particularly pushed you to go out and want to help people? Or was it just something that you felt after the service that you'd done that you felt that you should go out and try and help some people out there? Well, for, for me, I, I felt it was a calling. And I right. kind of felt that, you know, God had given me certain skills and training and background. And then 
couple that with my military experience, the things that I've learned and experienced, I felt that I was in a place to be of help to someone. And so that was one of the motivations for me to give back. Mm. Um, my mother told me I always had a given heart for whatever reason. Um, I always wanted to help people. But um, when I was 23, 24 years old, I was on a humanitarian deployment to um, Guadalcanal. And then we were building um, schools and things like that for the, the children and the culture and the in uh, uh, the different families and things like that, that didn't have, that didn't have within that country. And I walked into this particular hut, if you will, that was serving as a, um, a hospital, if you will. And there were babies in there crying and they were split between um, two halves, um, 40 over here and 40 over here. If I can't, if I'm not mistaken, um, this side had mosquito nettings over their cots and this side didn't. So I asked the, the person that was acting as the nurse's aide, why did they have mosquito nets over their cots? And she told me, oh, these are the kids that have already contracted HIV. That did something to my soul. So from that point on, as a human being, I told myself that if I'm able, I'm going to do regardless. Um, there are people that are less fortunate. There are people that don't even have the option. And I wake up every day with a sound mind and a sound heart. And I'm, I, I'm, I'm going to push 120% each and every day. I wake up expecting extraordinary every day. So that's how I live my life. So um, that was a very, very, very pivotal point in my life, particularly in regards to why I feel a need to always assist people and help those in need. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate yes, sir. Good. Thank you. Thank you. Good, good, good question. Good question. There. So this is a special guest. You guys will have to, you guys will have to rain her with some confetti. So this is uh, and I've got, I still got, so if you've touched the screen, don't worry, you're on the list. I'm going to bring you up, but I'm going to bring up Mrs. Killer B. So Mrs. Killer Yay. B, if you want to come on up. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Look at that. Welcome. <laughs> yes. That was amazing. Hey guys. Thanks so much for being here. Um, first I'll just say, forgive me because your whole talk has made me emotional. So there's tears inside my, you know, headset. <laughs> uh, it's beautiful what you're talking about. And, my question is personal. Um, we have a member of our family who served. Well, we have several members of our family who've served, mm -hmm. but one in particular who just came back uh, cold and he doesn't want to talk about it. And I get that. Like, I don't know what he's gone through, mm -hmm. um, but what are some ways that we can help him or support him? Um, you know, since he doesn't want to talk about it with us, what mm -hmm. can we do to just support him and just let him know that we love him? And, you know, we just want to help him in some way. And what, what would you say to that? Oh, that's definitely a medical coach question. Okay. <laughs> First of all, depending where he lives, I would try and see if I could find some military connected support group. Uh, not necessarily connected with the VA unless he's having, you know, a medical and emotional issues where he needs a higher level of attention. But if it's just something where he seems to be uh, 
just not wanting to touch on something, finding some other veterans who could relate to his story. Sometimes it just takes that personal connection. Okay. And that's and that's what I try and provide in the Discovery Center. You know, we don't go in there for, you know, heavy duty psychological therapy or anything like that. Right. We, we, we support one another. And sometimes it's just the conversation of helping somebody unpack something because in the military, we're taught to compartmentalize. Yeah. And depending on what a person has done in the military or what their job was, that compacting may be deep and it may be horrific. Mm. And so, but now they're in this place where they're told, hey, you're, you're, you're okay. You go out to civilian life and you start doing something. But some of that stuff is festered and starts to seep out. And I don't know how to respond to it. So maybe it comes out in withdrawal or maybe it comes out with violent outburst or can't keep a job or addiction. But it's because sometimes in there they're not handling that. And sometimes it just takes somebody with compassion and understanding to say, hey, Let's stand here a little bit and just take some of these things out of this box one thing at a time and just walk through it. So he may need that. Thank if you. I can expand and, on that, if yeah. I could expand on that. We're uh, real quick on um, Kanban right behind you. He's a military vet as well. Um, he uh, he just <laughs> um, tweet, um, sent me a DM call of, of a group called Military One Source. Um, I believe that's a group within um, the civilian world that you can check out um, if you're looking for something out there to um, gravitate to. Um, in addition to that, he's also the, the the brains behind Military Minded. He did all the heavy lifting um, around Military Minded build. But yeah. like he said, these are the type of things that we're doing within this space. So yeah. if you if you can give him an Oculus, um, sure. because in yeah. We would love for the VA to utilize this as a form of transitioning for people Absolutely. just like that. Yeah. Oh, because yeah. Because they don't have to go anywhere. You know what I'm saying? They don't because some people just don't want to be around people. Sure. And, and and I get it now. Trust <laughs> me, I get it now. You know, so I mean, if an Oculus can create a sense of warmth, if you yeah. will, Safety. to uh-huh. where that person opens up, then why not? You know, mm-hmm. like he said, he has his um Every Tuesday he does he does a group. Um, we also do honor amongst men. So there's a, a wealth of opportunities within this space right here, if he's willing to open yeah. up a little bit and be a little bit vulnerable into okay. what he's dealing with. Because we would we would love to help him. Yeah. And one quick follow up: Do you think that it's possible? So this particular family member is a recruiter now. Do you think it's possible that? because of his job, like he feels like he needs to like really keep it pressed down because he needs to bring more people into the military. Uh, Is that a possibility? That's a, that's a big possibility. Cause like I said, when you're on active duty, you are sometimes, you know, you, you, you want to maintain this persona of, I got it under control. You know, you want to maintain this persona. I'm capable. I'm good at my job. You know, I'm that go-to person. And so we wear this shield over us. We might be chroming inside, but we are starch stiff behind that uniform because we don't want to look like a failure. We don't want to look like weak or anything like that. And so if I'm now marketing the military, I don't want to show my brokenness. Uh, Killer V, sir. Yeah. Yeah. Cam It's funny how that question just came up because. Yes. Anybody could answer up? that right now. This man can because 
Oh, yeah. Cam do you let me bring Cam Bam up? And yeah. just, just let I, you know, go back got, to the audience. No, 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 no. You're, you're good. You're good. You're good. Stay there. Stay there. And, and just let you know the. I'm just going through and finding Cam Cam's uh, name real quick. So just give me a second. We have two more questions afterwards. So Goonie and Adrian, just hold on there. I'll definitely get you guys up. Cam Cam, if you want to come up right here on the side stairs. <laughs> whoops, I just fell off the stage. See, Cam Bam. You can Cam Bam. Yeah, come on up, Cam Bam. And go ahead and grab a seat over there by him. And uh, yeah, we'd love to hear yeah. from you. Okay. Hey. Hey, how you doing? Good. How uh, are you? I wasn't expecting to be on stage, but okay. Yeah. Here we go. All right. So first things first, um, I'm not a vet. Um, contrary to popular belief, um, <laughs> service members still on active duty are just either active duty, but once you leave the service, then you become what's considered a veteran. Okay. Um, but thanks for the appreciate it though. Uh, the <laughs> next thing. So in addition to the de-stress, uh, I mean, to the military one source, um, which I utilize from time to time, it's a free service. It's 24 hours a day. They have counselors at the ready that are service members as well, that it's, they, they don't collect information. They don't do, there's no, it's not data driven. It's just from one service member to another. You know, I've called, I've spoken to them. I'm like, hey, look, I've I had a pretty rough day. Hey, you know, sometimes it's a car ride home. You know what I mean? And it's just yeah. finding someone that I could relate to. And they, they plug us in like real quick within like five minutes, five, ten minutes. You're you're talking to somebody. Um, wow. And then the other one is the uh, de-stress hotline. If you Google it, it's the letter D and then the word stress. Okay, got um, it. So... Um, and then the third thing, so you said you, this family member is a current recruiter. Yeah. All right. So as these kind gentlemen have alluded to, I, I've shared that pain. Um, I did serve as a recruiter, so I understand the stresses that, you know, your family member has been through. Um, it's a lot. Um, but like they said, you really have to kind of put that code of honor coat of armor on to get yeah. out there to present it to the you know mm. to the future service members um yeah. but the thing about it is it's like a it's a weird paradox because there's a lot of stress that's put on you but at the same time um it's still expected that you're gonna go out and find you know the future so we know what goes on and we understand it we understand the risks that are involved with being recruiters and, um, you know, yeah. putting it out there. But the thing about it is there's having passion for service or a duty to serve, which everyone that, you know, you know, joins with the military, it's, it's really a call to duty, right. but you know, if you don't know how to balance or manage the, the stressors that come with it, it can consume you. If, if he is going through adversity, um, he does need to find someone to talk to. So within every command, there's what's called a uh, MFLAC. So that's a family military life um, advisor. Mm -hmm. So there's okay. an MFLAC that's embedded in every command to include re recruiter command. But the thing about it is because, you know, especially as men more so than women, we tend to be very guarded with our emotions. We tend to be very yeah. guarded with... How, you know, how weak we look 
to um you know our leadership because we are evaluated unfortunately on our performance sure. so if you're that person that's like oh, i'm stressed out i can't do it it's like well if you're stressed out now yeah how can we expect that you're going to lead under fire sure you know, courage yeah. under fire so yeah. you get evaluated on those things and it's a lot of metrics yeah. that are involved in how we get evaluated so we tend to suppress a lot of those feelings now the thing right. about it is some people go seek the help that they need and some people let it consume them and they turn to um coping mechanisms and those uh -huh. coping mechanisms could be pornography it could be alcohol. drugs it could be alcohol mm -hmm. you know it could sure. be you know going out to the bar and getting drunk and literally trying to fight people because those are coping mechanisms yeah now just because we're talking about the military doesn't mean that it's only a military related issue it affects people in the corporate yeah. you know system oh, it affects yeah. people in the schools it affects it affects people in law enforcement so it's not just a military issue it's it's sure it's just an individual issue it's just that the eyes of America, and I don't want to take up any more of you guys' time. Think about oh, it as the eyes of America is because we're held at such yeah. a high standard Absolutely. that we like we are above reproach. So any mistake that we make, the thing about it is, if I do something that is absolutely heinous, it's not, you know, Cam Bam or Ford did something. It is a service member of the United States Army. Yeah. did something heinous so you are a re representative of the institution so it's a lot it's a lot it's a lot yeah. coming and going it's a yeah. lot of information that you're you're processing at a cyclic rate so when you go home and you take that that uniform off you know it, it doesn't stop you know sure. it, it never yeah. stops so i understand what that recruiter is going through now if he's going through something, if he's going through a crisis and he doesn't want the command to know that he's going through that crisis and he just needs someone to talk to, there are people, as medical um, alluded to, he could talk to him, he could throw the Oculus on and he could just kind of unload and he just has another person that could relate to his problems and just yeah. talk about it. That's the cool. other part is, like I said, with me, because I'm on a bash about mine. Look, I don't like, hey, look, hey, <laughs> hey, get out of my office. I don't want to talk to anybody <laughs> now. I shut that door. And it could, but I'm in a position where I could do that now. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I don't want right. to talk to nobody. So I kick people out of my office all the time. Like, yo, give me, <laughs> give me an hour. And I sit in my office and I play Candy Crush. You know <laughs> the, <Yeah>. but, <laughs> nah, but but on a serious note um if it gets to that point where it becomes um overwhelming i do call somebody i am unabashed about it i don't give a hot diggity damn i'm calling somebody <laughs> to talk to because i need i need to make sure that my mental health is intact it's yeah. in check and that um someone's listening you know what i mean yeah. And yeah, if good. he's or if he's worried about command influence or command involvement, there's no reporting. So no one's reporting anything back to anybody because okay. that how the de-stress line works, how the military one source, they just connect you with somebody that could really kind of just, you know, is a listening ear because sometimes that's all we need is someone to listen to our problems and Absolutely. you know, not necessarily agree with them, but to just kind of you need you need that reflection. 
And sometimes yeah. you can't do it just by looking in the mirror. You know what I mean? Yeah. Thank you That's so much. Thank you, oh, yeah. all of you, so Sorry. much. Thank you, Cam Bam. Excellent. No, you're, you're great, man. Thank you for yeah. jumping up here Cam and doing Bam, that. Thank you. Your voice is fantastic. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So I'm going to bring up. Let's see. I got. I think I got one or yeah, two more guests. So let me go ahead and bring them up. Let's see. Let's go ahead and bring up Goonie. Goonie. After these two guests, we're going to go ahead and wrap up the event. And you guys, thank you so much. You guys, th- hey, thanks for coming out, Goonie, and thanks for hanging in there, man, for your question. Yeah. No problem. Um, this is a quick question for the both of you. So, uh, I, I know we still have one more question, so we can make it short. Um, okay. what do you think the top talents or, uh, maybe personality traits that, uh, serving in the military has given you that you can use in your day-to-day life? I think for me, the ability to work with people from all cultures, all races, age groups, educational background because you you spend time working with everybody from everywhere you know when you go into basic training you have people from states that you, you you've never visited probably never will you have people that totally different understandings of what life is and you're all thrown in this place and you have to learn to work together to become unified mm-hmm. uh, living in other cultures and having to work with uh, foreign military who have a totally different way of doing things, but striving to understand their culture and becoming cohesive. So I think that one, that is one thing that has given me the opportunity to meet people where they are and not be easily offended by someone else's attitude or action. So I think that's, it's given me that. Thank you. I would definitely agree along the lines of what he, what he just said as well. Um, before I joined the military, um, all I knew was Georgia, Atlanta, Georgia. That's all I knew. Um, the military gave me a whole different perspective of life. Um, in different, I worked in the Pentagon. I worked in these offices with generals and um, general councils and things like that. I mean, and some people don't even know what a general council is, but this is like the, 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 the next guy to the president that given this, the president information and guidance of how to approach certain situations within different countries and things like that. I have to, I've written policies and things like that. I've been around lawyers and all these other people. So I've had to learn how to be a chameleon, if you will, in all these different settings and things like that. So if anything, Mm -hmm. it's taught me how to adapt to different settings and things like that and to understand that you have more than one voice. You have more than one way of talking. You know, um, I can cuss you out with it without even having saying a cuss word, you know, like little things like that. If anything <laughs> that has taught me, it's, it, it's literally taught me how to be a chameleon around different settings and um, learn, just learn how to adjust in, in different um, sectors and things like that. And just appreciate what we have within this country and things like that. Because unless mm-hmm. you do go to these third world countries and you see these things, you have no idea how blessed we are within this place. Yeah. And one other thing I'd like to add on that, one thing that I think was ingrained with me and I didn't understand it in the beginning was the significance of seemingly insignificant things. When you're in basic training, you're taught to fold your clothes a certain way. And I didn't realize that that would translate to later on as an aircraft mechanic, 
the significance of that small screw that goes in front of the intake on a jet. Mm. This little three cent screw could bring down a $40 million aircraft. Wow. Mm. So the significance of little things, you know, has stayed with me to today. Thank mm. you. I appreciate it. That's good. Thank you, Goonie. Thank you for the question, man. Yeah. All right. So we're going to bring up one more person. We're going to bring up Adrian. Uh, come on up. Well, I appreciate it once again. Yeah, um, thanks again. I just, I did have one more question. You know, I was just wondering if you guys fought in the 2014, you know, Iraq war against ISIS. Cause that's, um, you know, my father, I mentioned he was in the air force and um, mm-hmm. he was fighting along Peshmerga. I'm sure you guys are familiar with them over there. Um, you know, while he was on the grounds and he knew some Peshmerga people, I was wondering if you guys, you know, are familiar with those people like the Peshmerga and if you guys fought in that war. No, not me. I did not no. either. I, I, I have, I got out at two, 2010, so I did. Oh, okay. 2010. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Well, that's it. I appreciate it. I appreciate awesome. It. All right. No well, thank no you, Adrian. Good, thank good, you. Good question. You guys, you guys I want to thank you guys both for, for coming out and sharing what you guys are doing on Memorial Day. I want to say it's real yeah. cool that your wife is in here, and she's a, just as much a part of this experience as you are. Oh, I think you, that's a very, very dope thing. And I yeah. think that's, that speaks volumes of what you guys have in, in regard to a relationship and things like that, to, oh. to see how invested she is in what you do and to see what you're doing and to understand it from a different perspective. I think that's real dope. That's Thank dope. you. Thank you, Burton. You know, it's, you know, usually she's up here with us, but she said, do you care if I sit in the audience? I'm like, no, go for it. Like, it's going to be a great <laughs> night. And she's always great. And, and you didn't get to see it, but usually my son's here sometimes too. So, oh, okay. uh, you know, the, for those of you that's never been here before, the studio here is all about connecting with people, sharing life experiences and helping each other and to help transform our lives and make our lives better. Like, I mean, we can learn mm-hmm. from each other. E- each of us have different experiences and we can learn. I've learned so much just from what you guys have shared tonight. And that's what I love about Horizons and the community in here. Mm-hmm. We can really connect with people all around the world and learn so much from each other and help each other. Definitely. Uh, uh, but yeah, I, I love that. I love that she's in here. And I I love that we get to connect with people like, like you guys. I mean, you guys got amazing mm-hmm. stories and and you know my my grandpa served in the Korean War and and my dad was in the military. Everybody yeah, has this con- misconception that if you sign up, you're going to war. Like, can I just real quick? <laughs> unless you have a military, uh, 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 infantry related MOS, you might not go. I mean, and that's just the reality. I was a forty, like I said, I was a forty four twenty one. I was a legal chief. I had to claw and beg to go because they said that my particular MOS was non-mission essential. So, I mean, depending on the circumstances and things like that, if you have a, a certain MOS, you might not even touch a war zone of any kind or anything like that. So don't be afraid of to join this military service and fear that you're going to go to war and die because truth be told, you can die by crossing the street. Yeah. So let's just be clear here. So, but I mean, very few take the opportunity to sign their lives on the dotted line and and, and protect the freedoms that we have within this country. So, I mean, I think that's just the way to look at it. But again, don't, 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 don't be fooled into thinking that if you sign to join a a branch of service, you're automatically pegged to go to war. That's not true. Yeah. No, Mm -hmm. that's a really, that's a really good point. I, I would love for you guys to close out just real quickly you know, 
if you guys have a closing thought, like we usually like the, like, like the guests, if you guys have a closing thought you want to share, you're welcome to share that. What's your Instagram handle again, Meta Coach? Okay, it's Meta underscore Coach VR. <laughs> awesome, awesome. All right, and so you guys you, have a closing? If you, if you visit my military world, you'll see my Instagram is right there on a big marquee inside. So Awesome. Do you guys All have right. a closing thought? Uh, yes. With Memorial Day coming, find a way to thank a veteran, to thank somebody in the military. If you don't know one, think about someone that is. And because there are, there are a lot of people that are out there that are, that are hurting. They just need somebody to say mm. hello, to say mm. hi. So that's my closing thought. That's great, Medico. Did you have anything, mm-hmm. Burden? Uh, I just want to say thank you for the invite. I appreciate uh-huh. it. Um, yeah. I, I appreciate you guys staying long enough to hear um, us through and things like that. Um, I just want to say, again, thanks to Medicoach um, for being such a um, spearhead in regards to certain things being created in here. But if I had any closing remarks, I would just say just be mindful when you walk around this metaverse or slide around this metaverse, teleport, whatever you're doing, um, be mindful of, of who you're encountering and, and, and what, you're, what, what you're saying to that person. Um, you never know what people are dealing with behind these oculuses. Yes. Um, every, and so treat everybody as an individual and treat everybody with a little bit of kindness. Because like I said, you, whether, whether, they've, whether they've served or not, um, everybody deserves to um, be treated fairly and, and with some type of compassion. Because like I said, you you never know who's behind that Oculus or what they're dealing with. So if I can have any type of closing remarks, I think that'd be it. That's Speak beautiful. Me. That's beautiful. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Thank you guys. Well, hey, thanks for tuning in to today's podcast episode. If you liked, loved today's episode, go ahead and hit the subscribe button or leave us a review. Hey everyone, I want to take a second and invite you to join us live in the metaverse. You can join us live at the Killer Bee Studios. All you need is your very own VR headset. You can order an Oculus headset using the affiliate link in our show notes. Not only does it help support what we're doing here at Killer Bee, but Meta will also hook you up with some cool reward points. So be sure to check out the link in our show notes. And we hope to see you at our virtual studio.